Hey, I'm Andrew Hales. Welcome to another edition of Chatting With. Today I'm here with Michael. Pleasure to have you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for hitting me up. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, let's see. Burn Survivor. Well, Burn Survivor, that's correct. 85% uh, of my body was burned. I had multiple surgeries, up to 20. I've mm -hmm. uh, been in recovery now for a year and a half. It'll be two years in April. And so, yeah, I just, uh, I'm here and want to tell my story, share my story. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to just kind of hopefully inspiring others to continue living. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you for, thank you for responding. Of course. Yeah, you got my letter. So I moved to Austin January 2018 and I was working sales and I just started to feel this immense amount of anxiety, uh, almost like bugs were crawling on my skin. I felt like this pressure, like this deep, heavy pressure on my shoulders. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt very lethargic. It, it was weird. Like I had a lot of um, physical energy, but I had a lot of like, uh, dr like, like my mind was like drained. Like I, I felt like tired all the time, like, like tired, tired, tired. But my body felt energized, but like my mind was just like, oh, yeah. really exhausted. And I just, it just things felt really strange, and I remember um, my sales manager came in one day, and he was like, "Hey, man, we need to talk." And I was like, "What's going on?" He's like, "We're not moving forward. Uh, it's not a good fit." I was like, "What?" And and, and mind you, like I had made all my calls. Hmm. Like I was, uh, I I think like the last week before I got let go, I was like top four in like my minutes and calls. So like I, you know, I passed the sales academy. So it was just, it was very strange to me that they let me go. It almost like something else was going on, like behind the scenes, because yeah, like. Yeah. The, it was just so out of out of out of the ordinary for them to just be like, "Hey, it's not a fit. Like, we're gonna let you go." Okay. So I was unemployed, living in Austin. Thank God I had like a month left of, of, of savings, but yeah. I was just trying to figure things out. But man, I tell you, um, it's very difficult to explain to just the average person. But I started to go through some deep, deep spiritual warfare, man. So right. I would describe it as uh, like a haunting. So like I'd be in the shower mm. and like the cabinets would like, would like, like move. Like you would hear cabinets opening and closing and I'd get out of the shower and be like, look, and there'd be nothing there. Hmm. Uh, and then I would hear, uh, so this is, and this is where it got strange. Cause at first I thought I was like, okay, I'm mentally ill, right? Like I thought to myself, like, this is, this is something. Schizo. Schizo, right? Yeah. But this is where it gets weird. So I left my apartment to go out for like the day, go to the cafe, go, you know, Go on a bike ride, go to, you know, go to the library, hang out, whatever. By the way, if you haven't been to Austin, I highly recommend it. It's an awesome city. Mm -hmm. Go down to 6th Street. I, you know, I love Austin. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, um, Joe, Joe Costello lives there. Okay, cool. He's a, he, he was actually colorblind, if you saw that one. 30, I didn't see the colorblind episode. 30 seconds long, yeah. <laughs> so, he lives in Austin, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I lost my train of thought. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, go to Austin yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin, um... Oh, so I leave the apartment. Uh -huh. I come back to the apartment and I see like a, like a penny on the floor. And at first I'm like, okay, I just dropped the penny on the floor. Hmm. The next day I leave the apartment and I come back and then I see like quarters on the floor. I'm like, okay, this is weird. Huh. I, this is really strange. In your apartment? In my apartment. By the way, I had just moved to Austin. I had zero furniture. I had like... No. Zero friends. I had zero friends. <laughs> <laughs> that would like come over, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I think the only thing I probably had was like a mattress on the floor. Like very just, I was living like the great like poverty artist lifestyle. But anyway, so I would step out of the apartment, I would come back and then I would find like a cluster of feathers in the apartment. 
Hmm. And I know this is real because usually when someone's hallucinating, they go to touch something or they go to check like the sound. And then when they go check it, it's not there. But I, I, I like grabbed it with my hands and I lifted it up like these flashcards in my hand mm -hmm. right now. And so it was just very strange, like the stuff that was going on. Yeah. And so I just started kind of going further and further into depression, into mania, as if the psychiatrist, psychologist would, uh, you know, classify. But I'll tell you, man, there was, there was a heavy uh, demonic uh, presence in that apartment. And, and so, yeah, I, I, I just kind of went down this, this, this trail of, of figuring out what's wrong with me. Like, okay, like, what is this? Like, I try to, I try to do like the logical thing, right? Like, yeah. advice to everyone, do not Google your symptoms. Go right. see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Go see a doctor. Yeah. Get professional help. See multiple counselors. Get professional help. Yeah. But anyways, um, I just I don't know where it like got to this, but like I started to get into like satanic ritual abuse, Illuminati, what? Deep, deep state, uh, mind control, MK Ultra. Like that's where it all came out, dude. And so I became, wait, you were like doing satanic? No, I wasn't. But I started to figure. I I was looking into what was going on. I, I like I like Googled like I put like oh I'm feeling things I'm seeing yeah. things and then I would just like read different people's like interpretations or experiences yeah and then I started getting into like oh like uh, there's this one girl who who was like in a cult family and for years she was abused by her sec or her stepfather yeah and she like became like a sex slave and she talked about like how in cults they they use like certain rituals to create mind control slaves and I was like no way like am I a mind control slave so I started going down this rabbit hole of like Illuminati Ooh, I'm sorry no you're good I started going down this rabbit hole of like Illuminati mind control SRA MK Ultra uh, and more people are starting to talk about it I think now I think Pulse Malone talked about him like he had went through like a period where he thought like he was like he like he felt like he was possessed or like spazzing out that's one of the reasons why he quit smoking weed because like he he said like he almost felt like possessed like he would smoke a lot of weed and then like he would like act out and do things that were completely out of character, even when he wasn't high. There's other episodes of, of, of people talking more publicly about it. There's a, there's there's were a you interview. smoking weed? Uh, yeah, I was. Before okay. I moved to Austin, I smoked a lot of weed. I smoked okay. weed and I drank in college. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was involved with my buddy was in a frat, so like him and mm -hmm. I would always just like rage. I think there are so many things out there that are just unknown to us, right in front of our eyes. Mm -hmm. And 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 aside from like the spiritual stuff, like you know, there's deep state, like you know it, you know, there's like secret government, like, mm -hmm. like programs, like secret societies, like all that stuff, like sex slaves are real, mm -hmm. like all that stuff is real. But I think people get uncomfortable with it because it's like, whoa, like this is really going on, like right, right before our eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. the modern day slavery is like child sex trafficking. Like that happens everywhere, the suburbs, the hood, uh, it's everywhere in our churches, happens in the military. Mm -hmm. It's intense, man. But, but anyways, uh, coming bringing things back full circle right i had i had entered in such a huge uh field of spiritual warfare i was i felt like i was at i was like fighting for my life i felt like i was being controlled by outside forces and so i was like in a way i was trying to purge the the the, the entities around me so like one day i was just walking and i just can remember i can remember walking back home to my apartment and just like feeling just trapped like trapped being trapped in your own body, trapped in your own mind, and just being like pushed and like, like feeling like entities like around me, like spirits, right? Yeah. And so I was just, I had enough. Like you know, I'd already served time in the Marine Corps, and I was just, I like, I, I like look up to the sky, and I just like with all my might, I just yelled out to God, and I was like, ah, like just like a like a war cry, 
and I went to 7-Eleven, I bought two jerry cans, I filled them with gasoline, I just, I just doused myself with gasoline, and I lit myself on fire. Like, just cleansed myself. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. It was on purpose. Well, oh my yeah. god. Holy shit. Yeah, I lit myself on fire. Self-emulation. It's, uh, like it's, I... it's, a, it's a form of protest. It's done, off, it's done a lot in the Middle East uh, by Muslims and Buddhists, more common than Buddhism, than, uh, than Islam. Um, it's done in the States, but you know, the, the, see what medical professionals don't understand is that the DSM is, is, is a newer phenomenon. I mean, psychology is like 19, 1960s, 1970s, mm-hmm. and they don't even acknowledge psychology in the East. Like it's, it's still a newer phenomenon. Mm. And so one of the things that I want to challenge everyone to do, there's a, there's a study that was released by the University of Liverpool that said that mental illnesses is unscientifically reliable. Yeah. There's no it's, blood test. Mm-hmm. There's no bone, like you, don't, you can't extract bone marrow to see if you're schizophrenic. Mm. They can't do a MRI scan to see if you're bipolar. All of it is just, all of it is just diagnosing symptoms. Oh, you're elated, you're high, you're low, oh, you're right, bipolar. Right. Oh, you're hearing voices, you're well, saying things, you're schizophrenic. I think the MRI scans can at least like tell which areas are lighting up and like they, they see some correlations with depressed people. Hurt, but, sure, but, but sure. Like, yeah, it's like scratching the surface. It's scratching the surface. Right. I mean, most of the time it's just surveys. I remember when I first went to go see the psychiatrist, she's like, so tell me what's going on. And I was like, yeah, um, I'm hearing voices, I'm seeing things. Wait, uh, this is after after the after the after incident the, after the incident, right? God damn! Yeah, do you mind if I take off my, my hat mask? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, up to you. Yeah, hurrah, I, I, hurrah. Um, but yeah, man, it's uh, spiritual warfare is real. I believe it one hundred percent. I mean, and I, and I think I think part of it is, I think he has to, man. I yeah. think I, it, now it's I can, now it, I can see your face. Yeah, yeah. nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, man. <laughs> Hi, man. Hi. We got to get a, a photo, I guess, of the before and after, or like yeah. what you. This is my good side. Yeah. <laughs> man, uh, Michael. Uh, what's your last name? Williamson, burn survivor. Michael Williamson, burn survivor. Okay. Marine, survivor. Marine. Brother, friend. How long were you in the Marines? Four years. Four years. 2010, 2014, and then right after I got full t- out. Full term. I did one enlistment. Or whatever. Is the term four years? Yeah, one enlistment okay. is four years. Usually if you go career, you go 20, but okay. one enlistment is four years. Is that, yeah. what, is that you get a... Okay. Um, so, sorry. Go, going back to yeah, the, this, we can the jump around. psychologist. Psychologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, my whole thing is that I just, I just want to challenge people to think for themselves. Like, don't believe everything you hear. Of course. There's more to, that meets the eye. If we look at the world and we examine all the major uh, religious institutions, mm-hmm. even if you're an atheist and you don't believe in any of them, there's something to say to the fact that they all believe in spirits. Hmm. Judaism, they believe in demons and angels. Uh, Islam believes in demons, they're called jinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christianity believes in spirits and, and, and demons and angels. Uh, uh, Buddhism, not so much, but there's a spiritual element of transformation, so they do have gods, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's for me as a, as a person to say that all of those are wrong and they're just, they all just did it wrong and they don't know what they're talking about. They're, they're, they're not intelligent. Today we're far more intelligent than we were back then. I think it's a little arrogant and premature. I think, yeah. we, need to, I need, I think we need to tread that water carefully because I don't think hundreds of people, if not thousands of people would die for Jesus Christ by the Romans, right? Because mm. talking about like the Roman Empire and like how yeah. they killed Christians. They burned them, the, them at the stake. They fed them to lions. 
I don't think those people were lying just because they were lonely or depressed or schizophrenic. I think they really saw Jesus. They died for Jesus because they believed that he was the truth. Mm. See, the thing about madness is just, you just need a little push. Push. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dark night. Dark yeah. night. <laughs> Did you see the new Joker? Yeah. I was disappointed. Really? I liked Heath Ledger's performance way better. Way better. It, like, hands down. Well, yeah. He's really hard at the top. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, I was, I'm glad I didn't pay for it. My friend, like... He had it on his fire stick or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's all sorts of, like, Chromecast stuff. That yeah, yeah. Get free I, stuff. I, every, I didn't... You know yeah. what it probably was is that I watched so much of the, kind of, like, the pre-Joker, uh, you know... Trailers? Fan, trailers and yeah, fanboy and analysis. Yeah, it up. Yeah, it was hyped a film ton. typed. Way hyped. Yeah, so... I didn't think... It, I, here's the thing with but, the Joker film. No, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You it thought was it was still, a masterpiece? You thought no, it was, well, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, I can see I, your, film, your, your film, your film aficionado. Well, no, well, yeah, I mean, um, way better than, well, Suicide Squad. Like, come oh, on. yeah. It was trash. But but I think in 10 years, we'll learn to appreciate Jerry Leto's Joker. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's very cartoonish, right? Very cartoonish. Yeah. With, like, the hand and, like, like all... the damage tattoo. <laughs> well, no, I think, uh, uh, well, the director, for one, was, like, we keep like digressing, yeah. <laughs> the director is like the director of Hangover. He's a com- right, comedy, comedy guy, yeah. Right. Well, this the is new kind one. of his like first drama, first drama, right? Whatever, right, yeah, right, right, right. So I thought that was impressive. You yeah, know, yeah. That I, I thought that. I, I think if they didn't stick the 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 narrative, the the archetype of Joker to Walking Phoenix, if it was just a guy, hmm. the movie would have been terrible. But because right. we put like. The, the caricature of Joker on this guy, we felt more emotionally connected to it. Like, yeah. like kind of like this romanticism of like the loner, like the nihilist. Like, yeah, because Joaquin's kind of wa- a He's weirdo. that guy, right? Yeah, so it's yeah. like we kind of like put them together. Yeah. But if it wasn't the Joker, it was just like a movie about like this loner. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's intimidating to, sh- to, to, to share my story because people are like, it's extreme, right? Yeah. And especially when we think about Holy self-injury, shit. the most common thing that we know about self-injury is that the most common one is, is cutting, right? Okay. We see that in, in young adults, teenagers, mm-hmm. that they just cut, right? And they cut because a lot of times they are trying to feel a sense of relief from an emotional or spiritual pain. Okay. Like they feel trapped within their own body or their mind. So cutting is like a, is a, is a, is a way to feel like, ah, I like... I feel I like like I, I'm numb. I don't feel anything. So let me feel something. So they cut themselves, right? But self-immolation is like the most extreme, actually. So like the last way I'd want to do it. It's the last way you'd want to do it. Yeah. If you look on, not that I'm encouraging people look this up, but if you did look it up on the pain Richter scale, being burned alive, there's nothing, nothing tops it. It's like a 98 percent. A shotgun wound is 92 percent. Uh, hanging yourself is 89 percent. Like they have like this, there's like this, if you go online, I forget the website, but like they, they, they scale it based on like how long the person's alive after they do it. Um, what the critical care, like how long are they critical, how fast they die. Yeah. And being burned alive is the most painful. Yeah. Because you're traumatizing the entire, the skin is, the skin is the largest organ on the body. Yeah. So you're traumatizing the entire body. Wow. So, but let me tell you, man. Let me tell you, I know it's, it's overwhelming yeah. and it's hard to share sometimes, you know? And so, but I, I do want to share this with your audience because it's important yeah, yeah. Uh, for people to get help, um, uh, whether they, they, they believe it to be mental health mm-hmm. or they, they believe it's spiritual warfare, right? They believe they're being oppressed by demons or ancestral spirits or generational spirits. It's important to get help. 
Number one thing I recommend to everyone is don't isolate yourself because things get worse when you isolate, right? Right. Um, you're drinking, or you're smoking pot, or you're whatever, you know, like. Jerking off. Jerking off, dude. No yeah. fat, bro. I saw, that's another episode I saw. The 400 day guy. Mm-hmm. That was pretty inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Luke. Yeah. I think I'm on like day 30, but. Oh, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> that's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm new to the game, bro. Well, no, yeah, the most I can, the most I've made is still like 20 days, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is such a, this is like one of the, you're one of the darkest guests I've had, you know, or darkest topics. That's and, fine. That's and fine. it's like one of the most, we're having like one of the most lighthearted moods though, you know? Okay. Is, is that it, a good thing or should it not be like that? I don't know. It's strange. I think I've always thought that like laughter is a well, way Well, you're like, I don't know. I kind of feed off the guest energy, you know? Oh, okay. So, okay. but, so you're just been like kind of bubbly this whole time. Okay. So it's, it's, I just a, thought- it's a little strange but it's it's almost like counterintuitive right yes like, so, so something so heavy and dark as this right would require someone to be very like grieving sad i was expecting right. to be like totally serious but we're like laughing this whole time right yeah. right no well i think it's because i'm alive right okay and i think now that we're on this kind of coming back to the topic of, yeah. of self-injury depression suicide i and one of the challenges that i've dealt with recently is that you know people get mad when someone takes their life family and friends they get mad and they ask the common question that everyone asks is why, mm-hmm. why? And then they kind of, they, they blame themselves, right? Which I want to say to everyone, it's not your fault. That's a lie from the devil. That it's not your fault. Suicide is a very individual thing. It's a very libertarian thing. It's individual, it's, 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 it's cultural, it's, it's social, it's religious, it's mental. So don't ever think that perhaps that I did something to cause this person to take their life because it's so complex, man. It's so complex. 100%, yeah. So do not blame yourself. It's not your fault. I want to say that again. It's not your fault. Yeah. But with this, the, the struggle that I dealt with now, because you brought it up, Andrew, is that this is so dark, right? Yeah. I'm alive and I'm not dead, but yet sometimes I get treated by family and friends like I am dead, hmm. like I'm walking death. like. And it's weird because I'm alive. So if you want to ask the question why, ask me why. Okay. I'm here. Why are you here? To tell you that there's more to life than meets the eye. See, Andrew, this body is flesh, right? This is just flesh. But inside, there's a spirit that controls Andrew Hales, right? There's a spirit. That spirit has personality. That spirit has emotion. That spirit has desire, right? And so... The spirit maintains the flesh, right? Because without spirit, flesh is just, it's carcass, right? It's meat. It's nothing. Mm. You know, it's it's just nothing. Mm. You will rot. You will get older. You'll get gray. You'll get wrinkles. You know, you might get a little, but your spirit will still be there. And so I just, I wanted to say that like, you know, we're not, we're not fighting against people we're not fighting against people's flesh per se. We're not fighting against people's race or gender or religion. We're fighting. This is a spiritual war. It's a spiritual battle because like you said yourself, I'm here and I, and you feel like I'm being bubbly and you are reciprocating that bubbly energy, that positive, whatever you want to call it vibe. Right? Mm -hmm. So when we go out into the world, we're interacting with people, they themselves with their spirit are dealing with things that are not seen to the eye, right? Because we can all put a smile on, right? Mm. But like what's, what's behind this smile, right? There's childhood trauma, sex abuse, drug addiction, porn addiction, PTSD, uh, wounded warriors, 
uh, loneliness, depression, uh, self-worth, all that stuff, right? Um, those are all things that are spirit, right? Flesh is just kind of like, it's the vessel, right? It's the yeah. vessel, right? When you went to Paris, right? Your vessel took you there. But your spirit was like, hey, you want to Netflix and chill? I'm like, hmm. you know, I don't know how to say it in French. <laughs> I like that episode, by the way. Thanks. That's good, man. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite episode hmm. is one of the vlogs. I forget your friend's name, but you guys... <laughs> oh, Chad. Chad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you guys tried to... He wanted to try, what was, what's oh, the, Adderall? Adderall for yeah, the first yeah, time. Yeah, 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 <laughs> The reason why I say it is because I was going through a period of time where I was like, I want to try Adderall. Yeah. And I was, and I was Googling on YouTube like. Is that how you found me? <laughs> no way. I found you with oh that episode. Gosh. And then I just went down the row of like, oh. your street pranks. And then I like the little dance, like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite episode, dude. That one and the and the Adderall one. Yeah, well, I didn't yeah. I didn't think uh, the I didn't think much of it, but then people kept doing it and it just became this yeah. thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Know. But I'm a burn survivor. Uh, I want to give back to the community. I want to serve my country again in the capacity that I can. Um, yeah, this is you... part of it. This is part of that journey. This is part of that recovery. It's sharing my story, helping those who are thinking about self harm, and even the most extreme cases, obviously, because you know. I, my, my skin is contracted now. You know, I can't bend my fingers anymore. I mean, I can still use them, but I can't like, you know. Contracted. Like, I can't form a fist, right? Really? Yeah, I can't. Look. Wow. All right, here. Do you always wear the gloves? Yeah, these are compression gloves. So when I first got out of the hospital, I had to wear a full compression garment to help push down. So these are called keloid scars. So like, when I first got out of the hospital, this scar was like elevated like that big, right? But it's, it's down, yeah, go ahead. It's a little dry, but yeah. But it's, it's flatter now, right? So like I have a keloid scar right here uh -huh. that I'm getting surgery on. I wear this mask to help with compression. Huh. Put it on real quick, take this garment off. But yeah, so I wear this mask. This, this more acts as like to, to get the surface area of it. Uh -huh. And then this mask is more to help push down this keloid scar so it flattens out. So put it on like this, take it around. And then you just tie it out. And that like over time helps it go down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you sleep with that? Mm-hmm. You breathe through your nose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you weren't expecting I, this. I was not expecting I, to I, be I, I figured, with you. Yeah, no. yeah. But I, I, I'm privileged to be part of this community now as a burn survivor, not a burn victim, yeah, a burn survivor. Yeah, let's talk about the... Um, the Phoenix Society. Right. The Burn Institute. Okay. So there's a nonprofit organization in San Diego called the Burn Institute, which helps local families, uh, burn survivors, deal with the pain, the emotional and physical pain of recovery. Mm. So they have programs, they have, a, they have a Christmas party coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, they also work closely with the firefighters of San Diego mm -hmm. to kind of like, you know, connect them with the burn stars that they saved, you know, in the fire. Um, obviously self-burn is, is a very rare uh, type of burn. Most yeah, of, I wasn't expecting You that. weren't expecting this. And I didn't want to tell you right away because I didn't want to scare you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so, um, and <laughs> I love when you responded to my letter and the text, you're like, hey, I just want to make sure you're not like a murderer. <laughs> Well, yeah, Dude, I don't know. Yeah. If you don't mind, like, I need to ask you, like, how you went about that virtuous pedophile. Oh yeah. Well, well, he did a uh, he did a Barcroft TV like. Oh, that's right. Thing, and okay. then I found him through that and tweeted to him. He's like, hey, yeah, come out to yeah. Tennessee. And, I, I, he's in Tennessee. Yeah. And so I went out there. To, <laughs> You're like, I'm not bringing you here. <laughs> well, no, no, no. He he just doesn't fly or something. 
Interesting. Yeah. I don't. So. You know, I when I watched that, I didn't finish the episode. But when I watched that episode, I was kind of like on the fence about that because, like, why does someone feel the need to call themselves a virtuous pedophile? Like, I, I felt, I felt really. It's kind of yeah. like you're a non. Okay, like well, I'm, a, he, I'm like I'm a non-murderer, murderer. Right. Well, he was. I guess. I don't know. I felt kind of weird about that. Yeah. It's like, why would you? You know. Yeah, I try to leave my opinion out of it. I, it's more of like a, just an observation thing. Sure, you know? it's observation. Like, all right, like, I, I do. I'm very judgmental. Your story. <laughs> but no, his his reasoning was like it just it helps with therapy and like you know just being open and yeah. not living a lie, etc. You know. Right, right, so. right. I just think I, it's interesting. There's another uh, guy who told me this, but he told me that his grandfather, on his deathbed, said the same thing. He said. They asked him, they said, what was your greatest accomplishment, Grandpa? Like, he was dying. And they were like, I guess they were like praying for him or like getting ready for him to like die. He's like, oh, the greatest accomplishment I've ever uh, done was, uh, did was uh, not ever touching a child because I've been wanting to touch a child for the whole life. And the whole family was just like, why would you say that? This was your friend? Yeah, my friend's grandfather on his deathbed said that he was a pedophile. Wow. (laughs) That's crazy. What the heck, dude? Like, Man. see, yeah, I think there's it's like this. Weird. I think there's this human need, just like me, sure, confessing about the exorcist. Yeah, like where you just you want to be free and clear, the truthful, set you free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But let me tell you about another organization called the Phoenix Society. The Phoenix Society yeah. is uh, located in Michigan, and they're the same thing as as the kind of like the Burn Institute, but the Phoenix Society is more global. So last, uh, we're, what are we in? We're in November here. <clears throat> Last month, I went to this uh, event called World Burn Congress. And World Burn Congress is a conference for burn survivors all around the world. And mm. it was like about a thousand people uh, from all around the world who are obviously burn survivors, different type of burns, house fires, uh, whether they got burned in, in combat, whether there's, believe it or not, there's a few people there who were self-burned as well, burned as a child, um, car accident. You be, let me tell you, Andrew, burn survivors are the highest concentration of people that you want to get to know because just resiliency, man. Yeah. Like the burns that they go through, the pain and the yeah. suffering. I mean, it's almost like I've never been crucified, but I'd imagine it's just as terrifying, right? It's just as, just as like, I think I'd rather be crucified than be burned. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. If I had to choose. Yeah, yeah man. That's crazy, man. I know. It sounded like sacrilegious or something. No, it's, I mean, you, you are sacrilegious because <laughs> you hired an exorcist. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> We have two different sides, though, man. You're kind of like the. <laughs> that is sacrilegious. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not funny. Okay. Um, I'll laugh with you. What's the uh, losing all hope? What's freedom? You see Fight Club? It's one of my favorite movies, man. Sweet. Television had us believe that one day we'd be movie stars, rock gods. Was it movie stars? Rock. Uh, movie gods, rock stars. And we're not. And we're not. Oh, and we won't. And we're pissed off. And we're really, really angry. Yeah. yeah. I botched that quote, but I still love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Did you read the book by uh, Chuck? Is I it? did, yeah. Okay, good. Um, What's your favorite, what are your, actually, if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah. Chatting with sure. Andrew Hales. <laughs> what does it feel like to be famous? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say I'm famous. I'm semi-famous. Semi. You're a micro-celebrity. Actually, yeah. I took a class at UCLA talking about like we talked about the Kardashians, we talked about Obama, mm-hmm. we talked about like different levels, like presidential fame, like different levels of fame, yeah. um, stuff like that. And we talked about that. But yeah, you're, I would consider you a micro celebrity. Okay. I told, I, you know, 
Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. Do you, when you're on the street, just like going to go grocery shop or get like a coffee, like, and you run into someone, like, how does that, what is that? Are you, do you have a little bit of anxiety or paranoia going out or no? Yeah, sure. There's a little bit there where you're like, okay, I don't, how, how long am I going to have to talk to this guy, you know? And <laughs> <laughs> so it's famous, a trap. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit sometimes, yeah. but. No, like if I'm drunk or something at a, a party, then it's like, yeah, I'll talk to anyone yeah. forever, you know. Do you think it's easier to get girls when you're famous? Uh, or is it the same? Do you feel do you feel the same? Yes, yeah. It's, it's easier. Yeah, girls like fame. They, girls like fame. They yeah. like status. Yeah. They like status. Status, yeah. yeah. Why did you get into YouTube? Uh, for money. I've always said that. Okay. Uh, it's, it was an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, thing. okay. Yeah. yeah, it's good. It's a, so much opportunity. Yeah, it's yeah. the opposite of a dead-end job. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, what's the most bizarre thing that has happened during filming? Hmm. Bizarre. Just like, whoa, cut. We need to cut. <laughs> Run. Yeah. I <laughs> Did mean, you get in trouble with the law? A girl maybe slapped we, well, you? We've, or? we've certainly done really weird ideas and that I'm like, well, like, let's not upload this ever, you know, like... I think Chad and I try to do this one at USC, just interviewing people and then like mocking, or it was for Thanksgiving even, it was like, what are you grateful for? And they, they would talk about like their mom or something and we'd be like, oh, or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny on paper, but the people were just like, it was just, it was too awkward. Yeah. Okay, so okay. It, so it's just, that it's was just socially of, uncomfortable. Yeah, and it was, yeah. we're just like, well, that was not that funny actually. Yeah. So <laughs> we scrapped that. Yeah. But that's one I could think of, yeah. <laughs> Are you a virgin? No. No, of course not. <laughs> Are I'm you? Just, I'm not. Mm. I'm not, but I've repented. Do you have a girlfriend? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Oh. Yeah. Are you just, are you choosing to like, you, you took the red pill, huh? You took I, the red pill. I did, I did. Did you send that to me? Did I send you the red pill? Did you send me the rational mail? I, I think I did. Ron, uh, Ronald Tomasi? Was that you? I think I did send it to you. On on Twitter? Well, someone sent me the book. Oh, that wasn't me. Okay. Well, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a great good book. Good for you. Yeah. Rational Mail. It's a good, yeah, it's a good book. It's a great book. That's a great book, yeah. <laughs> yeah, MGTOW. That's growing. That's growing fast. Oh, well, is it like a MGTOW thing? No, Rational Mail is different. Yeah. Rational okay. Mail is different. Rational Mail just kind of... MGTOW is a little extreme for me. MGTOW is extreme. Yeah. 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 I, I, went, <laughs> I went through a MGTOW phase. Okay. But no, I love women, dude. Yeah, Women are God's same. gift, man. Yeah. You don't, you know. <laughs> Yin yang. Oh, you have to. Yeah. You have to. Um, Wait, hold on. Let me let me just stop this real quick. These chairs are comfortable, man. Yeah. I, I really hated those couches. Yeah, these are great, man. It was a weight off my shoulder to get yeah. rid of those. Okay. Next question. Are we on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Chanting With. Uh... Would you consider yourself romantic or hopeless romantic? Yeah. Okay. I definitely fantasize too much. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Who are your favorite YouTubers? Is it YouTubers or is it just YouTube YouTubers. personalities? Yeah, YouTube you, influencers? I'd say YouTubers. I okay. actually, I really like a lot of um, like Let's Read. I don't even know Let's what read. he looks like, but he just reads Reddit stories. Oh, Reddit stories. Okay, cool. Um, I like like the top 10 videos. Um, like Mr. Pasta or some creepy pasta and uh, Mr. Nightmare and those kind of um, and uh, I like a lot of, like the documentary types like that'll turn it into like a documentary like uh, 
Like I like Shane Dawson's shit. That he's I been like doing. Shane Dawson. I, I haven't watched like recently. his big docs that he'll come out. Oh with. yeah, right. yeah. It's yeah. been a few years. I like uh, Angry Picnic does the same thing you do. Yeah, yeah. Big Dawes Big Dawes Big Dawes vlogs does the same thing. Big Dawes Do- TV. Big Dawes TV does yeah. similar stuff. You guys collaborated a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dawson. You guys do good work. Yeah, yeah. Collabs with all yeah. them. Juan, Juan's been killing it. Yeah, y'all yeah. are doing. Y'all are doing good, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all are doing good. Uh, <laughs> really, I mean, really well. Yeah, yeah. Really well, man. Hollywood, no Hollywood. No doubt. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant? Kobe. Super Smash Brothers or Mario Kart? Mario Kart. Okay. If you could go back 10 years, what advice would you give yourself? 19 years old. Save money. Save money. Save and invest. And what? Stocks. Okay. Oh, you do that now? Are <laughs> Property. you like? Are yeah. you into like Bitcoin and stuff? A little bit. Okay, I never or, got into that. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm. It's hard to answer that because it's like you, you know, you. It's what made you who you are today, or whatever. Right. You know, like no regrets. No regrets. Cetera, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, if I didn't let myself by fire, I wouldn't be doing chatting with Andrew Hales. Well, you could be. Stock trading millionaire. I could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I could be the president of the United States, but you know, well, God, oh yeah. Plans. So they they might get upset if we don't talk more about that. Um how long were you in the hospital? Yeah, that's true. They will get more upset if we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the ICU for four months. I had to learn how to walk again. Um I had skin grafts done. So I had this I had multiple procedures on my on my face and my body, but I had this procedure done called resale. Resale is, um, they take like part of the skin that's still left, they ship it to a lab and they multiply it and then they spray it back on. And that's like technology, man. Science, bro. Wow. Science. And then the just basic graft is where they take, they kind of shave off skin and then they kind of put it somewhere else and it kind of, it grows, it spreads, right? Uh, huh. So that's grafting. So they take like, if there's like skin left, they just took, took some from my back huh. and my butt. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they just put it. They put it like on my forehead. They put it on my butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's butt cool. head. Butt head. Yeah. They took some off my scrotum. Really? Yeah, I got. Like, I got really itchy right here. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but eighty-five percent of my body was burned. Fifteen okay. percent survived. So. Um, yeah. Where did you do this? The incident. I was uh, in Austin. City of Austin, right, right. Uh, off of Berkeley and I forget the other street, but off of Berkeley and something, right across the street from 7-Eleven. Just like in, a, in an open park area. It was like a flat, grassy area, like a residential no one area. Around. Nobody was around. What time was it? It was like right around like 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. In an open, grassy field. Just like an open plain, yeah. Okay. Just, and then you just, then you lit it. <sighs> then, then what happened? <sighs> right. Blacked out blacked out yeah just and then and then all i remember was falling and then just like i remember doing this like my hands because like when you're when you're it's kind of like a pancake it's like kind of like come in you know yeah and then i just and then just wait and then the fire went out and you're this crisp i blacked out and i heard i heard the ambulance i heard a guy running across oh my god Oh my God! Wait, so there were some people did see you, maybe some people like further out saw me, and then they called, and it was like a whole scene. I, my mom said that she talked to the lady who worked at Seven Eleven, 
and I pretty much traumatized her. But she said she looked outside and saw a guy on fire. She called the cops and immediately firefighters came out, policemen. It was like a whole investigative scene. It was gnarly, bro. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, dude. Spiritual warfare, Illuminati, MK Ultra, SRA, it's real stuff, man. Happens all the time. But but besides that, man, I am so thankful to be here. I'm so thankful to be alive, man. I yeah, thank yeah. God for you, Andrew, for your show. Because I when I was at home in recovery, man, I was on a lot of drugs, man. I was on oxy, I was on I still take a little bit of Gabapentin. Gabapentin helps me like my nerve pain. I have a mm. lot of nerve pain yeah, yeah. on my on my legs. But I was taking oxy. Uh, I was, I started, I, I went, I kind of relapsed started drinking again. I would just drink bottles of wine, just like oxy bottles of wine. And then I just, just like in deep prayer and I was like, God, like I need out. Like I need out of this. It got you out. It's so it, you feel like it saved you. It saved me. Well, I didn't save my, God saved me, but yeah, it saved me. The fire, the fire doesn't, the, the fire doesn't define me. It, it refined me. Hmm. It got me the help that I needed. I'm a Marine, man. I'm a United States Marine Corps. I'm an artist. I'm a poet. Like, I'm a very emotional, passionate guy. Yeah. You know, like, I'm ready to go to war or have, like, a bunch of sex. Like, I'm, I'm, like I had, like, that fuel, like, that fire, that rage. There's a great poem by Dylan Thomas. Uh, we, will, we will not go gently into that night. Mm. Rage, rage. Listen, that's a great poem, dude. It's a great poem. I love poems. Hmm. Uh, Jack Kerouac, great poet. Hmm. Great poet, Jack yeah, Kerouac, um, Dylan Thomas. Who else? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm into poetry. In it, yeah, yeah. I like American, oh. like old, like classic American literature. John mm-hmm. Steinbeck, bro. I love, love my man. A little bit of Kowski. Yeah. Eh, he's kind like, of a yeah. He's kind of a drunk. He's kind of a drunk. I don't like as a recovering person. Like right. I don't. I don't really look as Bukowski. He's kind of a bad role model. Bad role model. <laughs> and for those of you who are artists or writers, don't believe the lie that. In order to be a great artist, you have to be on drugs or alcohol. Because that's a lie. Yeah. That's such a misconception. People think that in order to be a great artist, you have to be on drugs or be on alcohol. And like, there's many artists all, all over the world who are clean, who are sober. Hmm. They don't do drugs. They don't drink. Right? You know, you don't need to, you know, you don't need to kill yourself to be noticed to be a great writer or artist, you know? Right. I agree. You, you know, that's, that's a, you know, just because they're a great writer and they do drugs and alcohol doesn't mean that the drugs and alcohol made him be a great writer. Yeah. Might have influenced him, no doubt. Correlation uh, does not Equal mean, causation. Yeah. Right, right. I think I learned <laughs> that from one of your videos too. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, How are we doing on time? Let's, we're keep, good, let's, we're let's good. keep it rolling, baby. Let's keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, let's go. You can ask me more questions. Yeah. Do you believe in soulmates? No. Okay. Fire I'm red-pilled. Or, you're red-pilled. You are red-pilled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, do you, think, do you see yourself like living a... A solitary life? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, like a Friedrich Nietzsche or like a... Yeah, like a celibate. Arthur. <laughs> yeah, like a lone Arthur whole Schopen, life. Schopenhauer? Schopen, I don't even know how to say his name. Arthur um, Schopenhauer? Friedrich uh, Nietzsche? Who is... Uh, Henry David Thoreau? Henry David Thoreau. Yeah. Henry I, David, I, he's a great poet. I definitely want to go into the woods. Go and into the woods. Be alone for like a Read summer. Walden. It's a great read. Yeah. Walden. I, haven't, I still haven't dove into that. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, Henry David Thoreau also wrote a great book. I said, I'm sorry. It's actually not a book. It's a compilation of letters. It's called uh, Letters to a Spiritual Seeker. Okay. And so he's writing to a friend about like love, politics, war, hmm. money, sex, uh, nice. substances. So they're just letters talking about these different topics. Yeah. It's called Letters to a Spiritual Seeker. Letters, letters to a Spiritual Seeker by Henry David Thoreau. That sounds good. Yeah, it's a great book. Um, right. That's nonfiction. If you yeah. like fiction, I highly recommend John Steinbeck, favorite author. Steinbeck, yeah. I read, oh, I read The Pearl. 
Pearl. Yeah. Grace of Wrath. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. East of Eden. Mm -mm. Just the Pearl, actually. The Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I spark noted a lot in high school. I got to catch up. Oh, I feel that. Yeah, <coughs> spark noted. Cliff notes? Spark mm -hmm. notes? Yeah. yeah. Fire or ice? To define ice. Ice. Cheetos or Doritos? Doritos. Oreos or Chips Ahoy? Oreos. Red, white, or blue? Blue. Okay. I agree. I'm a blue guy. <laughs> I'm blue and I believe I would die. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> do you, wait, do you have a YouTube channel? I don't. I do. What I do, do Instagram you, and Twitter. Okay. What do you? So how do you? How are you getting money now? Uh, I'm on disability right now. Cool. And then uh, I'm 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 getting into activism. So I really want to focus on not only so I say activism, but like also missionary because like I do. You volunteer with, a lot with Phoenix. I volunteer a lot with Phoenix Society and the Burn Institute. Mm -hmm. So I, I work a lot with uh, burn survivors and their families. Kind of being like a representative now because I'm kind of like their cheerleader, mm -hmm. if you will. Because I have I kind of bear the image right of a burn survivor. Yeah. Right? Um, so I work a lot with them. Uh, I'm also big on like, uh, you know, uh, no fat, even though they're like, they already have like a, their own activist like group. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, I definitely preach that like no fat is good for you. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that uh, sexual transmutation is better than just spilling it out all the time. You know, right. uh, Mike Tyson didn't have, I, I heard, I don't know if it's true. I can't, I don't know, but I, Mike Tyson didn't have sex for five years and he won like three rings. Mm -hmm. no. Derek Jeter, Ali, before a game, didn't Tesla, have sex. Gandhi. A-Rod would not let Cameron Diaz jump his bones before a game because wow. they'd take out, you know. Yeah, yeah. They would have, have sex after a game, right? <laughs> athletes, bro. Like athletes at UCLA, like all the volleyball girls, like during season, the, the coaches say no sex because mm. it takes away their... Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Dude? Yeah. It takes it away their weird. energy. Well, yeah, there's a... And then Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, yeah there's like a whole chapter on it. So... Yeah, man. So no fabs. I'm a big on that one. I definitely, I'm definitely more of like a classical guy when it comes to like dating, mm -hmm. and I'm not like a. I don't like promote like Tinder have you been or dating? Humble. I have not been dating. I've not been dating for probably now a couple years. Okay. Uh, I dated in, in college, at university. Was at UCLA. Mm -hmm. um, fooled around. My buddy was in ZBT, so he'd always invite me over, and I. We, What's ZBT? Uh, Zeta Beta Tau. Okay. Yeah. So we just party <laughs> and get wild. Fun. Yeah. Lessons learned, but mistakes made, lessons learned. 20s. Yeah. Roaring 20s. Roaring 20s. <laughs> I will say that as I hit, when I finally hit 30, my life started to kind of like slow down a little bit. It was just great. Yeah. It was nice. It is a lot easier yeah. mentally. It being, is mentally. Being older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel more confident. It's weird. Even even though I'm burned and like I look different. It's, like, yeah. I feel You're so, so more bubbly. <laughs> You're so bubbly, man. God damn. You want me to be dark? <laughs> I could be dark. No, I don't want you to be anything. It's, it's like it's so it's it's wonderful. It's, oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank, I'm working on it. Yeah, I, I definitely also preach sobriety. Being yeah. Clean. Okay. Um, not 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 to say that it's not mm -hmm. to say that it's bad to drink alcohol or some people just I guess they're they have the gene and marijuana doesn't affect their their brain chemistry everyone's but different everyone's different it's all individual just mm -hmm. like suicide it's all individual yeah. however I think the best life is a sober life yeah. hands down hands down you save our money right you save money off not spending on alcohol or weed or drugs numerous benefits you know like just, when you're sober you're, you're, you're clear-headed you make better decisions you yeah. know you don't bring girls over that you don't, you don't really want one over right right you know uh, yeah yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> You're savage, man. Gosh. 
Uh, but but yeah, I just uh, I'm really thankful to be here, man. This is a great show. Um, yeah. I love like, man. What? A, well, no, hold ask on. you ask me questions. Yeah. Well, no. Well. Oh yeah. Let me it, ask you. Yeah. And I, well, I, I I wrote down a list of questions because I wanted to ask you too because like you know most of the time this show is about you or excuse me your 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 guests but I wanted to ask you man because it's like you're doing all this work doing this this YouTube content. Uh, Sorry, hold on. Uh, go ahead. I'm well. I'm looking at Twitter because well I asked them and they didn't have any good anything like interesting to ask. Okay. Well, they were like one of them's like how do you cook your steak or some bullshit. Like, oh they're, yeah. They're not like serious. Yeah. Hold on. How's it? How's it gonna be like? Should I? I well, a lot of them we've already talked about too. Okay. As cool. it changes outlook on life, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, is there anything you can? Life is a gift, man. It's precious. It's it's. But also, I want to I want to I want to speak to this. Whether or not you believe in spiritual warfare, mental illness, I don't believe. I take the position that it's more of a spiritual thing than it is like a mental thing. Mm. Um, I, I don't, I'm not a fan that mental health is becoming mainstream. It feels like everyone's got mental health issues. Mm. I feel like it's not protected. Like I, I take more of a conservative approach that it's like, if you, if you truly have mental health issues that it should be protected, that you should have like a, like a support group of small pe- like quality people. Mm. But you, like, I see people wearing shirts now. They're wearing, Oh, I have anxiety. Like, yeah, it's like a trend now, dude. Yeah. It's like it's a like meme. A, it's like a meme. Like, Oh, I have anxiety. Oh, I have depression. Right. Yeah. I don't like that. Man. It's like taking a, away the seriousness, the of, seriousness it. of it. Yeah. yeah. It's making, now they're making a profit of like, Oh, bipolar. Making it quirk and relatable. Yeah, I don't right. like that. I'm not a fan of that. I like to be private, intimate, family, friends, quality over quantity. Mm. But I don't want you blasting your stuff at me at work, like talking about like, oh, I can't do this job because I have depression. Then why yeah. did you apply? If you really do have a pre- depression, why did you apply to this job knowing that you had you know, work to do? But again, mm. I, you know, I take that. I take that approach. Well, it's hard, yeah, because like diff- on one side, like they're you know they're trying to make light of it too. Ease the pain. Ease the pain, right? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I've always felt like doing stuff helped more with me. So talking, like exercising, going on hikes, going Definitely. on walks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, drawing. I just started drawing okay. recently. Writing poetry. Write poet. Write a poem. You know. Yeah. Uh, calling people. Like get out of yourself, right? But if you're constantly wallowing in your in your self pity, man. Yeah. There's no. Let me tell you this. As a burn survivor, there is no. There is no victory in being a victim. There's only victory in taking responsibility for your life, moving forward, and claiming it, right? Mm. But if you're a victim, what's essentially going to happen is over time you're going to develop self-hatred. Yeah. You're going to blame other people for your problems. You're going to blame your mama, your daddy, your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend, your boss. But you have to be. You have to be. You have to go. There is a time and place to be a victim. Mm. That window is short, but there's a time and place to be a victim. Usually after someone is traumatized or hurt, right, or wronged. Mm. But if you stay a victim long enough, you will see yourself become an abuser, right? What's that quote from The Dark Knight? If you oh, live, yeah. your, if you live your, if you live long enough, you see yourself become the villain or something. Yeah, yeah something, something like that. Like I'm that. botching quotes today, man. Yeah, that's alright. Yeah, yeah, they get it. Yeah, yeah, they get it. <laughs> <laughs> an immovable force means an unstoppable object. Oh <laughs> yeah, um, man. <clears throat> Let's see. You got any more? Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. I'll feel bad if you don't get through all of them. Yeah. No. 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 Definitely, man. <laughs> uh, how do I cook steaks? I, I don't cook steaks. Actually, right now my caregiver cooks for me. Mm. Um, but I, as you can see, I have all my fingers. Um, I can't bend my hands 
or you know I can't form a fist, but I can still grab pots. I still okay. wash dishes. Yeah. You know I got all my toes still. So are you in pain right now? All? Right now, every day, right now. What? Yeah, I'm in severe pain. No. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Are you on painkillers? Uh, I'm off. Thank God. I'm off. Wait, wait. So wait, what hurts right now? Uh my legs. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, my left side of my face. What? Uh, uh, it feels like um, I like have you, you, you were, like, have you, you were have, like really good at it then of hiding it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever been bitten by a fire ant? Like a. The, yeah. Imagine being bitten by a thousand fire ants. Yeah. It's right. like it feels like that. It feels like that all the time. I take gabapentin, which is neurotin. It's called neurotin, gabapentin. It's for nerve pain, for okay. muscle, for muscle pain. Uh, so it does help alleviate. Uh, okay. But like any drug, if you can be abused, you get addictive. Um, but I like the the pain. It's gonna make me sound like a sadist, but the pain, the pain that I have right now is a teaching moment for myself, for others, for those watching. The human mind. Is capable of great creation, but also utter destruction. Man, we could do so much with our minds. Yeah, we can overcome so much with our minds if we just really put forth the effort and really concentrate. I mean, look at you, man. You've been doing YouTube videos for seven years. You got two point three four million subscribers, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that took time and dedication, right? Have you heard of the ten thousand hour rule? Mm -hmm. You're almost there. Yeah, ten ten years. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know how many hours I'm at. I could, I mean, yeah, I beat myself up because I, I definitely could work harder. Oh, in what, in what way? Uploading every day, you know, oh, instead of day. like once every. Are you how many? Are you active on social media? Like how? Like how? Yeah, I'm terrible at that. Oh, are you? Maybe like one photo a month. One photo a month. Yeah. 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 So you're on all of them: social, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. You have to, huh? It's like a, it's a business. Yeah, people say it's like part of the job, but it, I mean. I could delete my Twitter and my Instagram and be fine. And be fine. Yeah, you could just survive off uh, YouTube. Yeah, those like those are. Well, that's the main. Like, the comments, man. Don't read the comments though. That's where the demons are. <laughs> comments are a part of the YouTube experience. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I love reading comments. I love they can be ruthless, liking stuff. And they point out any bullshit. They too. point out the BS. By the way, I'm not going to read the comments, so you can talk all your trash. You I'm, sure? I'm positive. Well, no, I think they'll like you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to like. Like read some of my poetry, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Can I share? Some, can I share a, like a couple of poems? Of course, cool, man. All right, <laughs> I'm just like no. <laughs> yeah, come on, <laughs> shut. <laughs> All right, we're done. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll start with like a like a short one, and then I'll maybe like work up to like a long one. We do got on time? Let, no, let me start. Start. Okay, tell me when I can. Yeah, share. let's go. Yeah. Okay, so let me let me just share. I start. I'll start small, and then I. uh I'll work my way to some of my longer ones. A need for attention. A need for expression. A need for connection. This is the human condition. Number one. That's it? That's it. Number two. I was blind, but now I hear. I was blind, but now I feel. 
I was blind, but now I see. I was blind, but now I am me. Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, I was just kind of curious, like, where, where do you see yourself? Matthew McConaughey has a quote. Hmm. I think he like won like an Oscar and he gave like a speech saying, who do you want to be? And he said, I don't know, ask me tomorrow. And then another guy asked him, who do you want to be? He's like, I don't know, ask me in six months. And another guy asked him, who do you want to be? He's like, I don't know, ask me in 10 years. Something, something to that effect. Mm -hmm. So where do you see yourself in 10 years from now? Because I asked you earlier, what advice would you give yourself 10 years ago, which you were 19? So 10 years forward, if we're going we're to think like a visionary here, mm -hmm. you're going to be 39. So you're going to be doing YouTube? It's hard to say. Yeah. I really like YouTube. Yeah. Um, the platform has changed. It feels like home now. Yeah. The platform has changed extremely though. I mean, they've gotten really strict. They've, I don't know why, but they're getting really strict on like the whole hate speech thing or like the, you can only say certain things. I know Steven, getting, Steven Crowder little, got nailed a few times for doing stuff. Yeah, it's getting a little like... Uh, Censorship. 1984-ish. 1984-ish. So... Read your George Orwell. It's coming. I might, I might need to get on my own. I thought about getting on my own, just making my own website and yeah. having my own following and it's just all me, you know? Oh, like Andrew Hales. Yeah. Or just like a website. Yeah, just like loft.me or whatever, yeah. yeah. How did, they, how did, I mean, I know that's a quote from Fight Club, but how did you, you, you like you I told just, yourself I, like, I'm going to use that for my YouTube channel or, or. It was a blog in college I had, an um, old blog and okay. uh, I just made the YouTube channel to f go along with it. Yeah. Um, and you know, losing all of his freedom was too long, so I just LHWF, and it was just a quote I found in Fight yeah. Club if I liked. And about two years later, then I finally started adding to it. Okay. Seriously, like with the pranks and everything. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. What do you like to do when you're not doing YouTube content? Where you're just like, not editing, not filming. Because oh. this is kind of like your life. I mean, it's your lifestyle, really. Uh, yeah, I do everything you do. I just hang out. Yeah. You know. Watch movies, go on dates. Yeah, are you on Tinder? Yeah. Is that? Do you think? Well, you I'm on Hinge now. You're on Hinge. I don't even know what that oh, is. I like Hinge. Yeah. yeah. Would you say you're pretty successful? Yeah. 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 I I don't have trouble in that area. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the bit. I saw your recent video. You had like three girls over. Oh. <laughs> oh, the vlog. The vlog. Bro, I've been watching your vlogs, man. You put me. You be me. Put some stuff out there that perhaps you. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, why did I? Put that but on? most people don't watch your vlogs. Most people watch chatting with or your right. street pranks. So yeah, it, but now they will. They're gonna, channel, they're gonna watch like, your vlog now. My vlog channel just feels like uh, like I'm hanging out with friends. Yeah, know? yeah. So it doesn't. It's not entertainment. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's funny. Are you excited for? Uh, where do you, Where do you want to be in ten years? In ten years, that's a great question. In ten years, I want to have a large family. I okay. want to live somewhere, um, not that I love America. I love my, my country. Um, I think it's the best country in the world. Mm. Uh, I'm never uh, shy from saying that. But I, I would like to kind of take some time and live somewhere else, like have that experience. I speak Spanish, so like maybe some Latin American country or maybe Spain. I could just kind of immerse myself. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for I'm being here. I'm here to represent, dude. Yeah. Um, thank you for having me. I know it's... it's, it's shocking right it's like whoa but it's like I'm yeah. French right now so I have no, to I think I, this is a great episode yeah dude. yeah I really appreciate this I want to say again thank you guys for watching thanks for supporting this guy Andrew Hale chatting with losing all hope was freedom
Uh, shout out to all my devil dogs out there. TD, Roger, Iceman. To all the Marines serving still, thank you for, for putting your life on the line. Um, I want to give a shout out to all to all my Instagram models. I know you don't know me, but I think you're fine. Give a, <laughs> give a shout out to Justice Justice Smith, she's fine. Dylan Ryder, she's fine. Maddie Tavis, she's fine. Kevin Kavarichi, she's fine. I like my Instagram models. I'm just blasting it out there. I don't yeah, care, bro. Sure, yeah. Joe Rogan, good podcast. <laughs> Andrew Hale, chatting with. Hell yeah. Valentino Kavarichi as the next upcoming YouTube celebrity. One day I'm going to be his manager. Nice. Yeah. Thanks Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Let yeah. us know what you yeah, man. think in the comments yeah. about everything we talked about today. And I will see you next week. <laughs>